Welcome to CEF Insights, your source for closed-end fund information and education brought to you by the Closed-End Fund Association. Today we are joined by Axel Merck, President and Chief Investment Officer, and Peter Miletus, Portfolio Manager for Merck Investments. Merck Investments is the investment advisor of ASA Gold and Precious Metals Limited, ticker ASA. We're so glad you both can be with us. Great to be with you. Thanks for having us. Axel, since we last spoke in September, the rate of inflation has slowed but remains a significant issue. The Federal Reserve has raised interest rates to over 5%, and geopolitical tensions remain heightened. Your firm regularly publishes economic and market research. What is your view on the U.S. and global economies, as well as your expectations for the second half of 2023 and into 2024? When I look at the outlook, I I have as much of a crystal ball as anybody else. But what I do and what I encourage other people to do is look at the risks of what can happen and then test the portfolio accordingly. When it comes to inflation, when you're faced with a period of high inflation, historically, the decline is not linear. So even as numbers on the inflation fund have been better, that doesn't mean we're out of the woods. And then related to that, of course, the quote-unquote higher for longer Federal Reserve, somewhat is aware of that. And what that means is, in my view anyway, is that rates will be high or even higher than they are right now, long enough to put a severe downward pressure on economic growth. And so that's kind of the context in which we have to live in and invest in. Merck Investments has significant expertise in the gold, precious metals, and minerals sector. Given your thoughts on the broader economies, what is your outlook for this sector? When you have high interest rates, um, you would think it should be a negative for the price of gold. That said, just like any other market, the markets are forward-looking. And uh, from what we see is the market just doesn't believe that we can have these high rates, especially on a real basis, for too long. And that's why, as we're talking here, the, the price of gold is uh, just under $2,000. And that's uh, that's quite high given the, the level of interest rates. And that can, in my view, is, is mostly consistent with the thought that over time, we will get a recession, the Federal Reserve has to react to it, and real interest rates cannot be sustainably that high. On the gold mining side, these companies need access to credit, especially the, the more junior companies. And in this sort of context, in the important aspect is, is there access to credit available? And that very much aside from the high rates is dependent on the price of gold. And uh, to the extent that we will get a downturn, um, that might be favorable for the funding environment going forward. Peter, equity markets have been led by a fairly narrow group of companies, and gold is trading in the middle of its range over the first six months of the year. Where are valuations in the precious metal space, and do you consider these to be attractive levels? So, over the last year, I mean, we've seen a fairly consistent gold price, as Axel said, and we use that kind of overlay. That's how we look at the, the gold equities. The gold price, despite the rising interest rate environment from the Fed increasing rates, has held in relatively well. The argument could be made that the valuations in the, in the space are as low as they've ever been, particularly on the small cap exploration side. The large cap producers have had pretty significant margin expansion leading up to the last year, but with inflation affecting everything that we in, in the sector, we saw the margins come in over the last six to 12 months. But that being said, the mining companies, the large cap and mid cap producers have been producing quite uh, well, and the, the equity returns have been relatively stable. We do look at the ETFs 
uh, the inflows of the gold ETFs, the GLD. And what we've seen over the last two months is a significant outflow in the ETFs after seeing significant inflows leading into the year. That being said, the price of gold has held in. It's up 8.5% year-to-date, whereas the ETF holdings are down over 1%. And again, I, I would go back to that and say, surprisingly, where we are in terms of the gold price, the equities have not performed as well as we would have liked or hoped. The anticipation that the Fed will lower rates at some point in the next 12 months is kind of a driving catalyst, a forward-looking kind of uh, catalyst that uh, Axel's kind of been alluding to, and that should be a strong catalyst for the mining companies. Where do you see the best opportunities among precious metals companies? On an ultimate valuation level, we, we still see a lot of value in the exploration and development companies. They are very depressed because of access, as Axel said, access to capital is uh, a bit limited right now as interest in the sector has been uh, down as people anticipate the interest rate hikes. We see that the risk return for these companies going forward, in our opinion, is quite favorable. That being said, uh, the mid-cap producers, which have growth in their portfolio, are also quite attractive to us as they not only will react positively to the gold price, but will react positively to increasing production, which will generate higher cash flows. Does this sector benefit from macroeconomic catalysts or is performance driven more by company fundamentals? I think the size of the sector warrants the macroeconomic catalysts are the primary driver with fundamental gold price driving flows in and out of the sector by not only the sector specialists like ourselves, but by generalists. And when we see a move into gold, that pushes the uh, equities higher. That being said, within that subsector, we you know obviously are looking, our job is to look for the specific catalysts uh, of com- company fundamentals. And that's where we find our sweet spot is the companies that we see are best situated to take advantage of the sector catalysts and then in addition to the macroeconomic situation. Peter, you manage ASA Gold and Precious Metals Limited, symbol ASA, which invests in the portfolio of companies in the precious metals and minerals sector. How is the portfolio currently positioned? Well, when we at Merck took over management of ASA in uh, early 2019, we inherited a portfolio that was significantly positioned in the large cap and royalty space. We decided that a way to differentiate ASA was to move down in market cap and into the small and exploration companies, which we did between 2019 and 2020. We continue to like the exploration side of the business. We believe that the large cap, or the mainly the large cap producers, but also the mid cap producers, need to improve their growth profile going forward, and they have not spent enough on exploration. And so they will be using the exploration companies to do their greenfield or the original sort of exploration on assets. And then once that's proven up, they will start to buy those companies to improve their uh, companies going forward. We see the disconnect between the producers and the exploration companies as pretty significant. So the value 
that the uh, producers can get by buying these exploration companies is uh, value creative. What would cause you to significantly change your portfolio allocation? We believe that our investors are invested in ASA for leverage to the gold price. And so we continue to believe that sticking with the theories and thesis that we have is what our investors would like. That being said, and we have believed that, you know, if we get to a point where the prospect for the gold prices going forward seems to be significantly kind of negative, I guess, we could see a change into some more defensive names in the portfolio that might be some of the, just some of the more defensive names. But as of right now, we don't see that kind of thesis playing out yet and it's to continue to be medium term bullish on the gold price. Axel, we have spoken before about the positioning of your investment strategy in an investor's portfolio. What benefits do you believe an allocation to equities of companies in the precious metals sector provides an investor's diversified portfolio? In an economic downturn, the equities are often the pressure, not so much if we have the so-called soft landing scenario and investors are looking through that, but if we are to have a harder landing, then there might be very few places to hide in the equity markets. And the precious metal sector on the equity side historically has been one that's been a diversifier in that sort of environment because of the anticipation precisely of the, the low interest rate environment that then might come. And as, as we've discussed here, um, there's been some margin pressure in the industry and prices have been depressed, especially in the junior companies. And so if there is a catalyst driven by a significantly weaker economy, that could lead to a higher gold price and significant expectations, revisions, with regard to the opportunities in the sector. And so that is one of the, the reasons. Now, overall, of course, the correlation is low. All that said, it is a fairly speculative sector. So it's a very volatile sector and investors, of course, may wanna take that into account as, as when they allocate money to, to the, the mining companies, especially on the junior end of things. Excellent, Peter. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us today. My pleasure. Thank you. And we want to thank you for tuning in to another CEF Insights podcast. For more educational content, please visit our website at www.sepa.com. This material is not and is not intended as investment advice, an indication of trading intent or holdings, or the prediction of investment performance. All fund-specific information is the latest publicly available information. All other information is current as of the date of this presentation. All opinions and forward-looking statements are subject to change at any time. Merck Investments disclaims any responsibility to update such views and or information. This information is deemed to be from reliable sources. However, Merck Investments does not warrant its completeness or accuracy. This presentation is not intended to and does not constitute an offer or solicitation to sell or a solicitation of an offer to buy any security, product, investment advice, or service, nor shall any security, product, investment advice, or service be offered or sold in any jurisdiction in which Merck Investments is not licensed to conduct business and or an offer, solicitation, purchase, or sale would be unavailable or unlawful. And we want to thank you for tuning in to another CEF Insights podcast. For more educational content, please visit our website at www.sepa.com.